What's up, gang? How you guys doing? This is Lieutenant Sal Lou, and I'm here. I'm driving home from work, and I wanted to jump on real quick. Um, it'll be a part two to this, obviously, guys, when I'm sitting down and I'm looking at my notes and maybe going through some things that I feel I need to talk to you guys about to help you to move forward. But right now, I'm just driving home, and I'm thinking to myself that... What do you do, right, when you're trying to achieve a goal and you kind of keep putting it off because you say you want it, but your actions are showing different, right? And and it can be uh, many things that are stopping you from achieving that goal, but I know with me, it is probably mostly overwhelmed from the many phases and steps that I have to do to, in order to achieve the goal, in order to reach it. So I know that it may take 10, 20, 30 steps to, to uh, get my whole business going the way I want it and, and tons of trial and error and marketing. And I know this, and I know this is all like future pacing stuff that I'm thinking about that I need to work on, right? But because I know all of the steps or have an idea of all of the steps, I start to get a little bit of information overload, meaning I feel like I don't know enough to move forward, to move to the next step, to do the next thing. So I kind of um, fiddle around with the smaller tasks that aren't moving me forward. And... Uh, if this guy, if this is you guys, and, I, and I'm suggesting that you stop doing that, obviously, and and write down your steps. If you have ten steps you gotta do, write down all of the steps that you need to take. Right, obviously you guys are following the proven path of somebody who already showed you how to get there. And if you are going through this these steps right I suggest you have them all written down and have a piece of paper covering all of the steps except for the next step you need to do and I don't care what you need to do until you do that step just do only that step and it may take you hours weeks days who knows I don't know your skill levels or where you're at it may take you months, but don't do anything else except that step. And you will get tons of people that will tell you, oh, you know, you need to um, be multitasking and do tons of things. Well, no, you don't. You don't need to be multitasking and doing tons of things, right? What you need to do is complete a task completely and move to the next step in your ladder of Thing, getting things done that's what you need to do guys and I know for me that is what I need to do especially especially when I'm feeling overload on the things that I have to do for myself for my business that I need to achieve so um, hopefully uh, this is a little helpful hint it is my little hack that I have for me when I want to continue to move forward because I know 
that with the uh, pandemic and everything that's going crazy around here, there's a lot of things going on that have stopped us from moving forward. At least we feel like it, right? Um, a lot of things that we used to know that work that don't work anymore. A lot of the things that used to exist in business and and things that used to work online and in the internet and everything else, they don't work anymore. So um, knowing that all of these things don't work anymore, guys, you have to stop being overwhelmed with all of that and start working with one step at a time. So one step at a time, learning. One step at a time, doing. One step at a time, reaching to the next level. So uh, that's just my little riff, guys. That's just, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about me uh, taking my time and, and trying to figure out all of these steps that I need to do. And I found myself in a little bit of an overwhelm. So I said, if I'm finding myself in a little bit of overwhelm, there's probably other people out there that are in the same situation. So uh, that is my advice to you guys. And that's my little quick five minutes. And uh, after this, man, we're going to get into tonight's podcast. So I will see you guys on the second half of this podcast. I'll talk to you later. What's up, gang? How you guys doing this afternoon? This is Lieutenant Sal Blue. And um, if you guys haven't already noticed, right, um, my podcasts are about helping people to become a better version of themselves. So in doing so and helping people become a better version of themselves, it's a lot of things that I have to go through, a lot of stages um, that it takes when it comes to developing a person to be the best them. And so a lot of times I may give some generic explanations to how to get things done or how to work things out. But what you guys need to continually do is you need to continually um, take that framework that I have and use it as a guideline to help you to achieve the life that you want. Take those steps that I talk about and implement them in your life and and modify them uh, to the point of where they begin to work for you consistently because that's what it's about, man. When I talk about people making changes, a lot of people get too much caught up in the fantasy of change. And the fantasy of change is what a lot of people see in the movies and television where, um, you know, at the beginning of the show, a person is, I don't know, um, struggling to find work. And and by the end of the show, he is the CEO of his own corporation. Well, it doesn't work like that in half an hour time periods. And sometimes it doesn't work like that in a year or two years or three years. Sometimes it takes five years. You know, maybe even 10 years. Who knows, man? Sometimes you're just not ready because you're not that person that you need to become. And you need a lot of inner work, a lot of uh, deep rooted work, things you have to pull out of yourself in order to become the best you. So when I am talking to you about strategies that I use and things that I've done to help me to achieve the life that I want. Understand, guys, that I'm speaking 
um, from a 28 year experience perspective, number one. So uh, I want you guys to be realistic when we're talking about this. Number two, I am also, guys, I am also still learning, still growing and still making mistakes, right? And here's the deal. Anybody who is helping you to grow, to learn, to be more, to do more, who says that they're at their pinnacle, their peak, and and they don't want to make mistakes, then they're probably going to be a horrible teacher when it comes to helping you to achieve the things that you want to achieve. And not because they're not great teachers, right? It's not about them and what they can do, right? It's about the relatability, guys. You have to relate to your teacher. You have to relate to your teacher in order for you to grow at a rapid pace, right? You could have a teacher that you don't relate to that's way out there and you put in some hours and hours of study and you begin to grow, you know, small, gradually. But if you want to grow at a rapid pace where you just begin to flow and connect, um, you and your teacher, your mentor, whoever it is that you are learning from, have to have some type of connection that gets you to, as people say, to vibe, right? You guys got to be vibing on the right frequency in order to, for you to get the most out of the lesson, right? For you to say, hey, he's been through it and I feel it that he's been through it because what he is saying to me is genuine and I can grow from that. I, I believe that he knows that exact place where he was at. Now, um, some people can put you in that mode of where you see their stories and you listen to how they learned it and they earned it of what they're trying to help you achieve and you get there in that place and they meet you there. Right in that place where you're at right now, in that pain point that that you need when it comes to listening. Uh, a lot of times in my life, I've had mentors and teachers that tried to get me to become more and to do more. And I was not grasping the concept of what they were teaching because I didn't feel that they related to where I was at, you know. Um, And also, guys, let's point this out. Uh, Many times, right, I wasn't in enough pain in order to learn, in order to listen. And uh, this is amazing thing that happens to us as human beings, right? Um, when we are comfortable and the belly's full and we're feeling good, it is very, very hard for us, okay, to get up, to build up that pain within us of where we feel we need to make a change, right? You need something to happen in your life. You need uh, a catalyst, right, to help you to um, understand that you aren't where you want to be and you want to be somewhere else. A lot of times, guys, for a lot of people, that may be environmental exposure, right? Um, You may get around a group of high achievers and you're not a high achiever. And because you're around them, you begin to feel shame. Right. You begin to feel shame and you begin to feel pain and you begin to realize that 
that you have not reached your potential and you need a lot of work to do. You know, um, that is what happened to me when I began to grow at a higher level, as I began to um, try to achieve more, to exceed more, to do more. I started getting around people who showed me that what I felt I was doing was not enough for me, who I was, right? That I needed to be doing more for more people and my goal needed to be bigger and I was playing around in a small pond. And that's why I felt that I was doing a lot, guys. Sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone, right? And move into a bigger ocean, a bigger a bigger place, a bigger pond, whatever you want to call it, guys. You have to get around an environment where people are doing more if you want to do more. Period. It can't be everybody doing the same thing that you're doing because for a person like me, an entrepreneur, an author, a speaker, a coach, um, I always feel like people can do better. I always feel like people can improve. I always feel like no matter what level you're at, at, um, there is room for improvement. So if I'm always feeling like there's room for improvement, then for me, there is consistently, constantly a tucking and pulling for me to do more and to be more, right? And I'm always reaching up to people who are doing more so that I can constantly feel that pull, that drive in order to be a better person, right? In order to reach more people, in order to grow more. (coughs) And so um, when that happens to me in my life, right? And this is the point I'm getting to, guys. I sometimes feel a bit of an overwhelm, right? Overwhelmed. Tons of people feel overwhelmed, right? I know a lot of you at work feel overwhelmed. It doesn't matter what your job is or what you're doing, right? When it is asked of you to do more and you're comfortable with what you're doing, a lot of times that just mild move from doing one or two more things than what your normal routine has locked you into, your nice little comfort zone, causes overwhelm. It causes overwhelm. I suggest, guys, obviously, I suggest you always continually add things to what you're doing to push the envelope so that your body gets comfortable with being exposed to additional things. So that the overwhelm doesn't kick in as soon as it should, as soon as you feel like it should. But um, in saying that, guys, it still happens. It still happens to the point of where, you know, um, you get one or two extra things at work and you begin to feel overwhelmed because you feel like you locked in your routine and the time that you had to do that certain project. You had your little downtime, your little coffee break, and tons of other things that you need to do. Maybe do your little look at your little paper, do your Sudoku, Sudoku, whatever that thing is called, <laughs> on the newspaper. You do all of that, and you had all of that set up where you still got your job done throughout the day, and you look good to your boss. And now maybe the company downsized because of the pandemic, you know, got people working from home and it's a lot more accountability there. And so now you have been forced to do the task of more than one person. And that causes overwhelm and overwhelm is incredible, guys. Overwhelm can cause a lot of things as well as 
physical and mental health breakdown. So, so understand that when it comes to overwhelm. So you have to be managing your overwhelm at all times, guys. You got to manage it. You got to manage it. And it's so, so important that you guys think about this uh, when it comes to achieving the best life possible. Because here's the deal. If you can't manage your overwhelm at a small level, you will never ever win in life. You won't win because winning takes being able to manage taking on more than one thing and coming out of your comfort zone and then being having more things added to that while you're even out of your comfort zone, right? So uh, great basketball players like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, you know, those guys were always chasing the win, always chasing the win, always trying to be number one, always trying to figure out, okay, the next level of achievement. Even at the greatest point, they were not happy with where they currently were. No, they knew that it was more to who they were and, and they, that they could achieve more and do more. And it was all different levels from relationships to their physical skills, okay, to their mental capabilities, to their relationships, to everything, right? They used all of these aspects to make themselves better, guys. And I'm telling you that you, right, if you need to always be chasing the win, right? And the win meaning to reach your goals and to start to have the life that you want, to start to grow, um, to a point of where um, you get comfortable with being uncomfortable and you get comfortable with uh, being faced with things that overwhelm the average person, right? If you can get beyond uh, the feelings of what the average person has when they begin to reach that point of overwhelm, then you will probably end up having more than what the average person has. But that's not good enough for you guys here. I'm telling you guys that when I talk to you guys, I want you guys not to just have a good life and not to just have a better than average life, but I want you guys to live an extraordinary life. So in order to live an extraordinary life, being able to handle overwhelm is very, very important. It is essential in order for you to have a good life, period. Okay, so let's just nip that in the bud. You will not have a good life if you don't know how to deal with overwhelm. So let's just get to the basic points of dealing with overwhelm. Um, if you are ever in a situation where you're feeling overwhelmed, you have anxiety, your, your, your breathing is heavy, right? Um, I tell people all the time, and this is what I used to do to my officers when when they were in the academy, and I knew that they were good officers, but they just happened to be dealing with way too many things, maybe trying to deal with a personal life at home, and at the same time trying to make it through the academy with all of the physical and mental um, obstacles that are put in front of them. And the first thing I tell them to do is take a deep breath, guys. I personally take a deep breath and I count when I feel overwhelmed. I don't count out loud. I'm counting in my head. I'm counting to myself. And I do like a breathing exercise. Right. A lot of times when I'm feeling overwhelmed and I feel a tightness in my chest, uh, it's a lot going on. Um, I just take a deep breath and I feel my lungs and I hold it there and I hold it there 
and then I just breathe out. You know, I may close my eyes. I may be in a situation where I can't close my eyes, guys, but I'm taking that deep breath, right? I'm filling my lungs up. I may not even be making noise, but I am calming myself down immediately, immediately with my breaths. Um, breath work is incredible. Um, one of the uh, masses of breath work, Wim Hof method of, of, of breathing is, is phenomenal, guys. If you haven't practiced and studied breath work, right, it will literally change your life and change your health. Life is breath. Trust me. Right. So master breathing, get that down pat, guys, and understand that when you begin to feel overwhelmed, right, um, a good control trigger is to control your breathing. Controlling your breathing will help with your heartbeat. It will help with your anxiety and will help uh, your blood flow as well. So um, that is important, guys, to make sure you have your breathing down. Get your breathing right. As I told you before, I do breathing exercises all the time. I do it when I'm doing yoga. Um, I do it when I'm doing meditation. Um, I make it a point of, of breathing intentionally every single day for growth, clarity, okay, mental stability. It's important, guys. Breath work will change your life. So make sure you guys get your breath work down. Second thing, guys, and and I used to do this in my younger years, right? Because I I watch people do it in the movies maybe or I've seen somebody who is dysfunctional do it. I would beat myself up. Literally beat myself up, right? And I'm not talking about crazy man, punch myself in the jaw, but damn near close, right? And I'm telling you, it's just so strange, right? That people run around like me and say that I didn't physically beat myself up, but the scars and the wounds that I did to the warrior inside of me, he remembers it to this day. Some of the things I said about myself in the mirror are disrespectful and I will never ever have said it to anyone who I love and I care for. Guys, I'm telling you right now, do not do it under no circumstances. Do not beat yourself up. Call yourself on your problems. Call yourself. Call it. You fucked up. You fucked up. You say it, right? Put it out there, right? Call yourself on your problems. But, but guys, do not beat yourself up. You made a mistake, right? It is what it is. You keep moving. You don't have time to dwell on it. After you've made that mistake, it's already, it's too late. You fucked that up. You need to step forward, okay? And and step forward immediately and fast, right? With a purpose so that that past mistake quickly fades in the background. I'm talking about leaving it in your rearview mirror as you're going 100 miles an hour down the highway. You know how fast something disappears when it's standing still and you're going 100 miles an hour down the highway and you look at it through your rearview mirror? That fast, man. That fast. That is how quick, right, you need to let go of the mistakes that you made. Learn from them. Move on quickly, guys. So don't beat yourself up. Don't do what I did because those scars can literally almost last a lifetime. So don't do that to yourself, right? Um, The next thing I I tell people to do is um, ask 
for help. Ask for help. I always tell my officers, ask for help. Ask for help from a trusted source, guys. From a trusted source. You know, um, in law enforcement, the years I've done law enforcement, a lot of people don't trust a lot of people. Right? A lot of my officers don't trust people. You know, some of them only trust officers. You know, some of them only trust family. Some, you know, uh, they don't trust supervisors, management, a, a nursing department. It, it doesn't matter, right? You need to find a trusted source, someone you can talk to in confidence, okay, and tell them what you're dealing with. This is what I'm dealing with, you know, and um, they may not give you a solution. I mean, I'm. To be honest, some of the best people that I've talked to, my trusted sources, have not said a word. Did not say a word about how I should solve my problem. They just listen. They just listen, shut their mouths, listen, and let me talk. And let me talk through it. And they they gave me talking points that pulled some things out of me that I already felt inside of me. Things that I know that I needed to do and steps that I knew that I needed to take. And they continually just edged me on to the next topic, to the next phase, to the next answer. And so if you want to be a trusted source for somebody, one of the most important things you need to learn how to do is listen. Period. Listen. Number one, without judging. Listen without judging. Number two, without injecting your opinion. So if you listen without judging and you listen without injecting your opinion, two things are going to come out of that, right? The first thing is you're actually going to let them walk through their own problems, which helps them to grow on their own because most people need growth on their own. And, and I'll tell you guys this, and I believe I've told you guys this before. Um, people don't believe what they are told. They believe what they conclude. So a person has to come to their own conclusions when it comes to solving their own problems, not something you told them to do. So being a good listener and a trusted source will help them to reach that point. You know, so um, if you are being overwhelmed, you need to find somebody like that, a trusted source, somebody who doesn't give their opinion, somebody who listens well. So whoever that is, you know, most of the time it's not family because our family is so worried about helping us, they always have something to say. You know, usually it's, it's somebody who has a not so much of a vested interest in what you're doing, you know? So understand that. The last thing um, that I do when it comes to overwhelm and I suggest you guys do is to write it out. Um, write it out. Uh, all the time, all around me, everywhere around my house, everywhere I go, I always keep these yellow pads. Um, and I write out everything, everything that I'm doing. And it's yellow pads all over the place, man. If, if you got a hold of one of my yellow pads, you'll probably be able to take over the world. Who knows, right? But um, another thing that I do is journaling, man. I journal every single day and I get all of the chunks of thoughts out of my head. Sometimes they're negative thoughts. Something in there, positive thoughts, uh, whatever thoughts they are, I get them out, get all that garbage out, right? I used to think that we only had about 6,200 thoughts a day. Um, somebody was telling me we have closer to 70,000 thoughts a day, and out of those 70,000 thoughts a day, um, two thirds of those 
thoughts are repeated over and over again. So that is super, super overwhelmed, guys. That is a lot of thoughts. So um, you got to get this stuff out of your head. And trust me, if you have those many thoughts, I can see why so many people fall into the realm of being overwhelmed, right? So um, don't let that be you. Write it out. Get it out of your mind. Get it on paper. Um, I found that if you get it on paper, right, it all makes a lot more sense. Or you look at it and you see how ridiculous it is of some of the thoughts that were going around and around in your head that you were thinking about. And how once you look down at them and you go, wow, I shouldn't have been overwhelmed about that. That's something I can handle. Right. So you start to see solutions. So I got a little bonus for you guys. A little bonus. Right. Um, little strategy bonus, that is. Right. Um, you want to ask yourself. Right. What is the exact source of your overwhelm? And the reason why I tell you guys to do this and to find the exact source of your overwhelm is because it is likely that if you don't find the exact source, that thing's going to come up again. It's going to come up again. It's going to creep up again at, at, at the wrong time, at an inopportune moment. And it's going to take you by storm. And when it takes you by storm, guys, here's the deal. When it takes you by storm, um, you may not be in a position to find an immediate solution for it. Right. It may catch you just at the wrong time and it got you. And once it hits you, guys, man, you are in all types of pain and all types of trouble. And it could set you back days, weeks, months, years on projects that you're trying to to move forward in and things that you're trying to create for yourself. So understand that, man. Figure out what is the exact source of your overwhelm and whatever it is, pinpoint it, write it out. And then began to think of strategies to help you to work through it. So that's the first thing. Okay, out of the bonus. The second bonus is remind yourself of your boundaries. What are your boundaries? A lot of us get overwhelmed, especially like when it comes to work. Um, when it comes to getting more work, right? Start to understand your boundaries of time and your workload. Time versus workload. When you start to understand your boundaries of time versus workload and know how much you can do and how much you can perform in a lot of the amount of time, what you probably begin to do is you probably, number one, become to be more efficient at work, more efficient at what you do, because you would now realize with the added workload that you can't putz around as much as you used to. You may not get as much time to scroll on your phone. You may not get as many coffee breaks, right? You may not get as much time to kick it around the water cooler. You may have to become more efficient. And if you become more efficient, that's the better you, man. Don't be upset because the mission of your company is for you to help the company to grow. Don't be upset about that, guys. Use that moment to grow. So understand the ratio of time versus your workload in order to better manage uh, the additional stuff that gets placed on your plate, especially in this downsizing pandemic that we're going to. Okay, the last thing, bonus that I want to give you guys this is stop trying to be perfect. Just get it done, right? When I was trying to write my book, I was I just trying to be perfect. And I'm not great in grammar. I'm not great in writing. 
Okay, I'm definitely not an author and I definitely don't know all the tricks and trades of journalism, right? So um, I wrote my book anyway. I just got it done, guys. I just got it done as opposed to people out there who always talk about the book and never write the book. I wrote the book. I got it done. I got it printed and I feel good about it. And I talk about it each and every day, guys. Get my book, Top 25 Mistakes, on Amazon or on on my website, LieutenantSalBlue.com. You can grab that book as well as my audio book. I did that. Just got it done. Stepping through, guys. That is what you have to do when it comes to overwhelm. You literally have to step through to the other side. A lot of times... We try to uh, sit in it, right? Sit around in it and and let the feeling uh, overwhelm us, overcome us. And when that feeling overcomes us, then we start to beat ourselves up because we allow that to happen. And then once we allow that to happen, we're now we're deep in our emotions, guys. And now that feeling of overwhelm just takes us over. And now it may be two, three days, hours, weeks, months where we're not getting anything done because we are overwhelmed and we are paralyzed, guys. So um, that's it for today, guys. That's all I'm going to talk about when it comes to uh, uh, dealing with overwhelm. And I want you guys to understand, right? Um, being overwhelmed is a feeling that anybody and everybody has to deal with, right? It's just a feeling. And it's not that you feel it. It's what you do about that feeling that makes the difference of how your life turns out, guys. That's what makes the difference of how your life turns out. It is what you do. So make sure you guys take the steps that I told you to take. Create the life that I told you to create. And continue to move forward to have the best life possible. Um, This is Lieutenant Sound Blue signing off. Once again, you guys make sure you hop on over to LieutenantSoundBlue.com where you can grab a copy of my book, Top 25 Mistakes. And I got tons of bonuses that I'll be giving to you guys uh, the month of October. So hop on over there. Check me out, LieutenantSoundBlue.com. And uh, also, guys, check me out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat, all at Lieutenant Sound Blue. Okay, and check out my Top 25 Mistakes Facebook group where you guys can learn from second halfers to help you create the life that you want. All right. So um, that's it for today, man. Thank you guys for checking me out at my Top 25 Mistakes podcast. And this is Lieutenant Sal Blue. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your evening. Deuces.